I don't know what happened. What happened there? I don't know. I'm sorry. You went all gangster and stuff. Yo, yo, yo. Babe. What's up in the hood? <laughs> we can't even pass for that. <sighs> I'm I sorry, mean, guys. It's just, yeah, that's how it is sometimes. That's how, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. I actually, I do that to the girls once in a while because I remember when Jaylene called me bro for the first time yeah. and I was like, what what's happening to this generation? Like you just think you can call your co-parent or your step-parent or whatever you want to call it, bro. Your parent. Yeah, bro. Like I have a shirt that talks about how it, that says like mama, mommy, mom, bro. And it's like cuz that's any parents out there with kids in kids period, I think. That's what's happening is we've become bro. I know. So I now for fun will do it back to her and play all kid yeah i'm like that's that's profesh that's totally profesh or yeah i'm sorry guys you're (laughs) listening to the finally coming out podcast where we do say it's better late than never even if we're weird yeah but we own it we totally own our weirdness bro homie babe you my homie yeah of course yeah you are (laughs) you're also my greatest cheerleader and i appreciate that yeah and soulmate totally we talked about this yesterday we played a game we mm-hmm. won't get into details, but we played a game where you got to t- ask questions and stuff. And I highly recommend this for couples is to get a game that spices things up where you can actually get to know each other on a deeper level. Because I think we just think of the day to day things to ask our partners, like, how was your day? What did you do? But like asking them detail about how they feel. And I think one of the questions was like, what do we find attractive about each other? And what's something nice you can say and compliment? Oh, a character. That was it. So yeah, I highly recommend. I'm sitting here with my homie, my fiance, my soulmate, Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my, the love of my life. Mm -hmm. How's that? Melody Rowley. (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for joining us even though we don't know what we're doing we don't know what we're talking about well i kind of do tomorrow doesn't really but thank you you so much for joining us it's true i do kind of spring things on her um uh, i got some funny some animal facts for you today oh okay let's hear okay seahorses are monogamous and mate for life i heard that yeah i did know that one before like lobsters Because you're my lobster. You're my lobster. We're going to grow old, holding claws together, walking (laughs) along the bottom of the ocean, eating garbage. Uh, No, let's skip that part. The garbage part? But the holding holding hands. Okay. Yeah. But we do that a lot. I'm done with that one. Yeah. Most elephants weigh less than the tongue of a blue whale. Wow. Does that put into perspective how big a blue whale is? It does. Raise your hand if you have ever seen a blue whale in real life. I feel like there's few of us that have, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of us would have seen an elephant. Can you imagine that being your tongue? No, B- I can't. B- like, yeah. I can't. All clownfish are born male. 
and will only change their sex to become a dominant female. A dominant female, I like it. Not just a female, but they're like, oh no, I'm going to own this. (laughs) Good clown. I have a whole new respect for clownfish now. Right? Yeah. They're not just clowns, they mean it. Yeah. Honeybees have tiny hairs on their eyes to help them collect pollen. Interesting. I did not know they had hairs on their eyes. No, I didn't either. Like, I hate having it when I have a hair in my eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Maybe they then wouldn't have that problem. Maybe. All polar bears are left-handed or left-pawed. Interesting. I never really thought of an animal as, like, having a dominant paw, but polar bears are left-handed. Hmm. I got one more for you. Okay. Another one on the left. Bats always turn left when exiting a cave. So now I can take that information and I can use it when I'm on Naked and Afraid. Mm-hmm. And I want want to catch a bat to eat. So you want to be on the right side of the cave. No, to so I can catch it. They always leave on the left side. So yeah. I know that that's where I would put my snares. See, and I would stand on the right side just to avoid them. Well, I would stand on the right side, but I would put my snares on the left side. Right. I get it. Very useful information. Mm-hmm. Highly educational moments here. Babe, what, like, kid thing do we have today? We're going to tackle the teenagers. <laughs> Okay, this has been happening a lot lately because yes. the teens are 18 now. Yes. And it's quite something when they want to be treated like adults and mm-hmm. they constantly insist, like, I'm 18. Yeah. You need to start treating me like an adult. Absolutely. But then the second that there's consequences for their, let's just say, inactions most of the time, <laughs> yeah. they throw temper tantrums. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's crazy. What was the tantrum? Oh, Jaylene had a couple chores to do yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Or Baby B. Baby B had (laughs) some chores to do yesterday. And she went into full tantrum mode. Mm -hmm. And this was actually in the morning. After, in the evening, we had had some really good mature conversations. Yes. About needing to take responsibility and all that crap. Yeah, I even took her out while I went and got gas. Yeah. And we had a really good discussion. Like, we're not trying to be mean to you. Yeah. But I said, the biggest gift my parents gave me was charging me rent. I was responsible for a lot of the food I ate. I had to pay for my own phone. I mean, cell phones, I think, had just come out at that time. But they didn't pay for anything. Like, it was not a free ride. And I said, we're preparing you for what's to come. Right. Because... I, I can tell you that had my parents not done that and I'd moved out, I would have been like, oh, yeah. what do I do? How do I handle this? Because it it gives you that sense of urgency, A, to work, and then B, to save your money. Well, yeah. And like, so people know we're not like full on charging crazy rent and no. everything. My babies did graduate from high school this yes, week. Yes, they did. And reality is setting in um, when they were coming through in like the... The processional, is that before or after? I don't know. They've changed a lot. Now so, it's like a, a high school leaving ceremony. No, no, no. Processional weird. when they're like walking in. When they were walking in <laughs> and um, they were like walking by us. I charged her up because 
if you know anything about the journey of parenting our kids, uh, it's been a lot and great stuff, um, but also some very hard things. And so, and even to get to this point in the last like month or so, especially has been very hard with one in particular. And it hasn't always been a knowing that they would reach this moment. And so I started to get tear, tear up and Tamara and I were sitting with Linnea and all of a sudden I feel Linnea like lean into me and bury her face and started sobbing. And she was like so sad because she, she's like, well, I don't want my sister. She thought that that night then they were moving out, <laughs> but she, I don't want my sisters to grow up and move away and, and this kind of thing. And naturally we also then had some behavior with throwing up and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, they are getting to this point where they have graduated. They have a few more weeks left that I pray to God they don't screw up and not actually graduate. But um, yeah, reality is hitting. And so soon they're going to be in that position where they could be moving into dorms. They won't be, but they could be. And they are like, you know, being responsible for paying rent and all that kind of stuff. And so we're requesting that... Um, that they start paying minimal rent to help cover their bills, some of their bills and things like that, so that when they do actually get out on their own, it's not going to be like a major, it's still going to be a slap in the face, but it's not going to be as bad of a slap because they've gotten used to that responsibility and budgeting and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah. just I just want to jump in because these, you know, the girls we've talked about it, they've got a lot of stuff. They have a lot And of they stuff. had a very rough start to their... They're yeah. right after they were born for the first three and a half years. I mean, the fa- you said it. The fact that they're graduating is an absolute miracle. So, A, babe, I think that you should be very proud of what you've done with them because right? a lot <laughs> of kids that started how they did wouldn't have graduated. Yeah. And like, that's, it's, that's a system. That's so true. Like, yeah. I, I look at them and for both of them, if they didn't have the stable home that they ended up with, it would have been awful. We should actually interview them someday on we here. We should, yeah. Let's and, do that. Um, that would be that'd be very interesting and separately because you'd get two very different stories. Totally. Um, but yeah, they've entered this time now where they um, they're te- <laughs> they're testing out new things. A couple months ago, um, now they're eighteen and they have not gotten into no. a lot of the stuff that they could have. Yeah. Um, the stuff that Tamara got into. <laughs> um, we I've been very blessed that way. They have been raised believing that they were allergic to alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't grow up around alcohol. Um, and we've gradually kind of talked about how they have like a predis pre they're predisposed to addiction. Yeah. Um, because of their background. And but now they're 18 and uh, I think it was a couple months ago now. Yeah. They had been out at a friend's birthday, which they don't go to a lot of birthday party kind of things. They never really have. And um, I kind of suspected something might happen. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, what? How did one came in freaking out? Mom, my sister's drunk. And, yeah. and, and when they say this- drunk... Maybe a light buzz. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. So this, and this is because they haven't dabbled. Yeah. Yeah. To them, this was a really, it's like taking a swig of pure vanilla. Like it's from the cupboard. Like they, 
um, yeah, so I went out and got her, their sister, and came back in with them, and they knew how I felt about it, but I also didn't say really anything to them, and you could tell they felt so guilty, and um, in the end, I think it was, like, a shot that was, like, three quarters orange juice and, like, a tiny bit of hard liquor or something like that that they had had, but (laughs) Jaylene had said, what, mom? I'm 18. I'm trying something new, (laughs) and it was so funny. It was just, like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You're, you're, we're going to use that excuse for for now. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that after. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. We can do implement something yeah. and then say, what, Jaylene? I'm 47. I'm trying something new. I should have said that when I came out. Right? What? Mom? Dad? I'm trying something new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's just kind of a little bit of, of uh, oh, my gosh, that's not even the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Um, for where we're at right now with with the teenagers but there's so many funny moments of and then just like remembering what we were doing at that time and Mm -hmm. um, how we thought about things and how the reality for 18 year olds now is very different than it was for us but also at the same time they're still going through the same brain development and learning independence and all that kind of stuff so that's fun Mm mm-hmm Babe, do you know what Stonewall is? No. Or was? No, I don't. So it's super important. Okay. Let's hear. It's super important. Um, So that's actually why we have Pride Month. Mm-hmm. It has to do with Stonewall. Stonewall um, in a hotel, I guess, with a nightclub in the Greenwich Village um, was, oh my gosh, Padme has something to say about this. She's what would you she's like getting, to say? She's getting emotional right now. It is really sad. She's tilting her head like. Cute, I wish that you could you could you could see. We'll have to post her on the website. We should. Yeah. We should do a whole blog for her. Oh, she just gave me the oh, really kind of look. Okay, so that was really distracting. Carry on. So this is really important, babe. Okay. So Stonewall, the Stonewall Inn in the Greenwich Village in New York City in 1969 was, there was a major riot because it was a gay club. Ooh. Okay. So major violence, deaths, that kind of stuff. And that is what started um, the LGBTQ plus IA everything oh. mm-hmm. movement. So super important. I am. Um, I remember, like, I've heard Stonewall referred to in different songs and things like that, but I never really knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, super important, pivotal moment. It is what shifted a lot. Mm-hmm. It's what started a lot. So that's um, sixty-seven is when that happened, and then in seventy was actually when the first Pride Parade happened, mm-hmm. um, and took place in lots of cities. Exactly one year after Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it, of course, takes place in, like... Everywhere. All over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know I have not been to a Pride Parade yet? I do know that. Our listeners might not. No. Last year was my first. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really cool because... Um, I had come out like the year before and last summer, going to my first Pride Parade, we actually got to sit on 
our school district's float. Mm -hmm. Linnea and I sat on it and that was really cool Mm -hmm. to be able to feel so supported and being able to be to celebrate and make it super normal and exciting for my kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going this year. Yes, we are. I have a few dates here. If you guys don't know pride parades that are in your area, Vancouver or August 5th is Vancouver. So it's not actually even in pride month. Well, I think most places are San Francisco, New York, Toronto are all June 25th. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got one that's a really cool though. June 1st, Jerusalem. (gasps) No. Yeah. That is cool. I know, right? Is that a first for them? No. No, this has been going on for a while. It sounds really big. Wow, that is incredible. Right? I know, just think about that. Yeah. Whew. The pride flag, the rainbow, the rainbow flag, because there are several (laughs) flags. And I learned this week, actually, um, that there is an unlabeled flag. Which is, yeah. Is a label. Yeah. Like, I find, like, because we've, we've talked about doing away with labels and there's, and there's pros and cons to having labels, but now there is a unlabeled pride flag. So if you don't want to fall under any of the labels, you can be in the label unlabeled. Yeah. That makes total sense. I know. That's that's what I thought. It makes total and, sense. And, you know, we don't mean to offend anybody who's all pro-labels, but I mean, for me personally, and maybe it's because I haven't been out long enough to understand the history, um, but I mean, I love you for the person yeah. you are. I don't need a label for that. You don't need a label, but for some people that helps them identify and it helps them feel connected to a community of people so that they're not the only ones that would be like, oh, I'm madly in love with Melody. So they need a, there should be a flag just for that. And that's why I did the, you know, the disclaimer that I am naive when it comes to that stuff because I'm new and I, I hid from a lot of that, unfortunately, because of the way society felt about it. Yeah. Right? Which a lot of people do. We've had people write into us, which is so cool. So, But you are very soon going to get your first flag. I know. I'm excited. Um, it comes up on Facebook. I know all the, all the time, at, like this time of year. Pride Palace, you, can, you just have to pay shipping and you get your own flag. So if you want a flag, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to put that little like advertisement out there. Yeah. Flag is free pretty decent flag yeah just pay shipping anyways the pride flag um it was first used in san francisco that's not a surprise uh in their uh gay freedom day parade is what it was called at the time in 1978 one year after i was born Hmm. and then it of course has become a very very recognized symbol yeah, and you know what's funny is it makes me think of I was down there um, a few months ago, a couple mm-hmm. months ago, and I was with my co-host for my other show that I do, and so Lane and I were walking, and we went to the Castro, right, which is the known area, like that is the gay area center of San Francisco, and we've driven through it plenty of times. I've seen it lots. But this is the first time we actually went to walk down there to go for dinner. Now, mm-hmm. it's a pretty hopping place. Yeah. It's almost like Davy Street is at night mm-hmm. with some of the bars. 
And it was funny because Lane looked over at me and said, Tamar, it's your people. Like, you can be gay here, which is which is cool. But it just kind of, and the reason I bring this up is because it was a very party lifestyle. Every restaurant was very loud. There was lots of music. There was lots yeah. of dancing. And that is totally not my scene. <laughs> yeah. And so she meant it, you know, out yeah. of good, like, you should be comfortable here and, and you stuff. Can be, you're safe here. It, I'm safe here, which is really, really cool. But yeah, I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a partier. You know, maybe that's because of my history. But it was it was such a funny conversation. Like we both laughed about it because she's like, you're not into this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like if it was a, the quieter part right? with the restaurant and whatever, totally. Yeah. But it was more the scene. Yeah. But it is cool. Being gay doesn't mean that you're all up for parties. Exactly. And all the time. And, you know, that's, I think this, the thing that I'd like to kind of squash is not everybody, and you and I have talked about it, not everybody who is gay has that lifestyle. Well, yeah. And I think that one of my things before I came out was I knew I was gay, but I I very much associated the pride community with a lot of, um, like, over-sexualized yeah. kinds of things. And um, one of the the first person I dated was very, like, oh, like, super normalized group orgies, which I was like, uh, no. <laughs> but, like, that was super normal. And that wasn't what I wanted to represent or no. be a part of, but I still was like, I'm still gay, but I like, that's not what it is. Totally. Being like a part of the pride community is about loving yourself, um, for who you are yeah. and, and loving others for who they are Yeah. and not necessarily, it doesn't have to be over sexualized or things like that. So I love the word pride. Yeah. I like, well, yeah. 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 The largest pride parade in the world. Do you know where it is? No. Guess. San Francisco. Wrong. New York. No. Vancouver. No. Okay. Sao Paulo, Brazil. Really? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Done. Um, it attracts millions of people each year, and it's actually spans several miles of like where they have their celebration. That is cool. I know, right? Yeah. I feel like we that would be a party I would want to go to. Yeah, me too. Just for the experience. Yeah. Well, and add in the cultural aspect as well. Yeah. Sao Paulo. Uh, what, what's the date of that? I don't have the date for that one here. Oh, you know what would be cool if it was in July? We could incorporate it into our honeymoon. <gasps> right? See, now she's thinking. I, I'm sure after we get off well, the mic, she's going to be like... Most of... We might have to have our honeymoon before our wedding. <laughs> most of them are like at the end of June. Yeah. Okay. Well, the following year, we'll make it a one year early renewal. Okay. Yeah, our anniversary oh, trip. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, the words "world's first officially recognized gay village" is in West Hollywood, known as the Abbey. Mm, Became yeah. a safe haven in uh, the early seventies. You know, I love walking into neighborhoods where you see a flag. I know. Because, you know, I never thought about it before now, but I now when I walk somewhere and I see that flag, it's like, okay, this is a safe space for yeah. me. We have a flag hanging cool. on our front, yeah, the front of do. our house, yeah. uh, which in some ways I think is an eyesore, but in other ways, it's like you're safe here. Yeah. And yeah. 
It's like a big warm hug. It is. That's what I look at the flag as. And before, to me, it would be like, okay, you just want to announce that you're gay. Yeah. But it actually doesn't, like, and I'm curious for our listeners that are out and proud of it, you know, how do you look at that? Because when I thought I was straight, well, I knew I, I wasn't straight, but when I was hiding the fact... I would look at the flags and I'm like, okay, is this just people, and I never looked down upon it, but I'm like, is this just people announcing that, okay, there's a gay couple here? Yeah. Or, you know, is it, hey, I mean, if you're you safe? hung out like a giant pineapple. Well, I, but now I understand <laughs> Ooh, because. should do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> now I see churches doing it. Yes. Schools doing it. So when that started, I started to see more and more of that. That was like, oh, okay, now my brain's putting it together that these are safe places. Our, yeah, our yeah. school, elementary school, is actually raising soon a pride flag up with the Canadian flag. I think that's so cool. I know. I think it's super cool um, because, well, in so many ways right now with everything that's happening mm-hmm. in the world. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I think that the majority of schools now have like a rainbow painted sidewalk out front, Mm -hmm. but then being able to see the pride flag included up hanging just under the Canadian flag is, is kind of cool. Yeah. And we were talking about, you know, um, I think it was yesterday or the other day about like how far behind Canada is from the U S and that is a frightening thing. Now I don't think the whole U S what would allow this to happen? What's going on in Florida? And our prayers are going out to you that live in Florida. We're going to talk a little bit more about that after. Yeah, but it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Carry on. Um, okay, another fact. The transgender pride flag mm-hmm. designed by Monica Helms mm-hmm. in 1999 consists of five horizontal stripes. The colors represent light blue for baby boys, pink, light pink for baby girls, and white for those transitioning or non-binary. So it's 1999. Hmm. That she came out with that. Uh, Pride Month celebrates celebrations extend beyond June. Like for us, ours is, our Pride Parade is in uh, August this year. Mm-hmm. Um, some countries and cities celebrate at different times. Some like February is for Sydney, um, Australia, um, and then Amsterdam, Never- Netherlands is in July. So we could actually just vacay every month in a different place that has like their pride parades good and when we go to amsterdam i have family there so we could just stay with family yeah so we can do that until that would be like wedding time there you go there we go um the word pride was deliberately chosen as a counterpoint to the stigma and shame historically associated with the pride community um, it re- represents self-affirmation, dignity, and the celebration of diverse sexual orientations and gender identities. Shame was huge. Shameless plug here for my book, Shamious, which is available on Amazon. It is so much of my story of, yeah, feeling shame. Mm-hmm. And now I can rest in pride and uh, celebrate that. But there is so much shame. And so... That is why it is, like, the term pride is used so much. Um, It's not only celebrated in large urban centers, but smaller communities as well. Maybe they won't have a big pride parade, but if more people attend their smaller events, maybe they will get there Mm -hmm. to where they have things like that. Yeah. Um, There's a lot more happening, I think, than what people necessarily realize. Yeah. Um, But we can always do more. We can. Rainbows everywhere. 
<laughs> you have rainbows everywhere. I do. And that's one thing I admire about you is the fact because of your upbringing and because of your previous beliefs, you celebrate it. You have stickers. Like I remember I when I, you know, I was like, I need some more stickers for my computer. And you're like, babe, here, I got a whole bunch of rainbow stickers. Yeah. Like you wanted well, to buy I me rainbow shoes. That I work with. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. So what do you expect when you go? What are you thinking is going to, it's going to be like when you go to your first pride parade? I think it's going to be fun. I feel like it's going to be a really happy, good energy mm-hmm. where people are just free to be who they want. And who they are, not who they Mm -hmm. want, who they are. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, and maybe want is the right word because myself included, it is still hard to go out into certain communities and be an affectionate couple. I've gotten better at it. You know, I don't hide. I kiss you in public and stuff like that. But like to be able to go to a pride parade and just be who we want to be able to be. Without yeah. having to have that fear that something bad is going to happen. Now, are you thinking you might see people like grinding and stuff on the streets? No, I think I'm going to see, we're going to see people dancing. Yeah, And having will. fun. It, and it is like, it is marked as a family event. Yeah. And there's maybe some things that are a little bit more on the promiscuous side, but it's not, um... It's not like that, like everywhere. Like it's, it's fun. It's colorful. Um, there's lots of swag that you can get. People handing out like rainbow bandanas or all kinds of fun cool. stuff. I know. I love swag. It's just like a really fun, energetic atmosphere. I picture a lot of dancing. Yeah. 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 It's just really, really fun. Um, it has been influential in, in inspiring positive changes, mm-hmm. um, for the community, for rights for the community. Um, and it's led to the dis- dis- decriminalization because it used to be illegal to be gay. Yeah. Wow. I know. I can't even imagine. And it's led to that going away in lots of countries around the world, mm-hmm. which is pretty, pretty major. Um, now pride it's not just a parade. It's not just um, the, like, the floats and everything going, you know, it's not all just that. Pride, um, usually it's like, a well, Pride Month, there's lots of things that happen throughout the city. But then for the Pride Parade that weekend, there's actually a lot of other events that happen. It's not just like the one parade. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tons of different activities, educational workshops, like targeting all different kinds of, from um, what we might experience. Some of it might be more medical kinds of things. Some of it can be workshops for parents that have kids that are coming out, Um, for teachers, like how can they support students that they work with. There's film screenings, like there's panel discussions, there's concerts, there's a lot of different things. So it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily, well, it's not this promiscuous, um, rave yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, that's not what it is yeah um and it is totally a time for celebration because mm-hmm. we have come so far um but i think it's also as we celebrate it's also super important to acknowledge and recognize the things that are still happening because yeah. yes we've come tremendously far there is still so much happening so like you brought up florida yeah 
Um, and there are like several states that are kind of a part of this, but Florida is like, whoo, major. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. What is Ron DeSantis, the, and I'm thinking I say his name right, the governor, mm-hmm. has signed all these bills that are terrifying. And he did just announce that he has entered the Republican um, primary for the presidential race. Whoa. I know. It's so scary. And it just makes me think of, like, Handmaid's Tale. It just makes me think of um, communism. Like, um, even, like, all, like, the, the pride stuff aside, like, he has passed bills that makes it so that schools cannot teach thing- history. Um, even, like, um, black history stuff. Wow. Um, they, they, we, I watched this TikTok, all, almost all of my news comes from TikToks apparently, but, um, of this teacher showing in her high school, these massive, um, uh, <laughs> squishmallow size Costco cardboard box bins of books that, um, the, I don't even know what kind of people they would be called that come have to now come into the schools and go through all the books and pull out the ones that they're not allowed anymore. But it was bin upon bin upon bin of books that were like black history. It was talking about um, the Holocaust. There's like so many books mm-hmm. and just trying to almost like take away history and not allowing people to read and learn and... Um, kind of figure it out yeah um and just terrifying that that's being taken out and that's something that he's doing um but then in terms of pride like the don't say gay bill that teachers are not allowed teachers and even third party people that come into the school are not allowed to say teach instruct anything um on sexuality or gender crazy um yeah. And like one teacher, well, I think it's actually a few teachers now that have shown a movie where there's like a two minute clip that includes like two people that might be gay. It's not really a part of the new Buzz Lightyear movie was one of the examples that they showed it because it connected with what they had been teaching. But in it, there was also these this two minute clip that like now she's being reported and investigated and all the kids are being interviewed on everything she's ever taught them. And that's like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. No, and I think about like, we often talk about how this generation here, what is it? Z? No, yes. No, Y. Y. Y, Z. So this generation, like our young, young teenagers, you know, they're going to change the world. Well, here's the thing. I feel like it's almost the boomers and Gen X, our generation, that are kind of a last generation that really experienced that, especially the boomers, like experienced the racism, the when people weren't allowed to be gay. And so there's still some of that there, right? The old school, hardcore beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you were raised by a boomer like that, I was not, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, We were raised to love everybody. So we turned out pretty good. But 
I feel like it's our generation that's kind of the last one. And unfortunately, right now, when it comes to like the presidential things and all that, those are the people who are still going to get elected. I feel like once we can pass by there, if we can just hang on for a little bit longer, these next generations will change the world. But it's like all it takes is somebody like that to be voted in. Well, and that's what I mean, there is definitely still racism and that kind of stuff. But it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, the saying of like, oh, now I forget what the saying is. You're doomed to repeat history if you don't you don't know about it right yeah totally. and i think like that's kind of like what's happening yeah um it's it's really really scary to think about um he has signed bills restricting trans adults from even using washrooms that are for the gender that they identify with so it's not even like so we you know like they've said like you can't help kids transition mm-hmm. and even non-medically like literally that he has signed bills that say if you cut your kid's hair short because they may identify with being male but were assigned female at birth that kid could be taken from you and be in the custody of the state wow like that's oh my gosh horrifying it's absolutely horrifying but so that's like kids so they're saying like you can't help a kid transition um, and not even not even saying like you can't medically help them transition. Um, it's like it's all the surface kind of things. Yeah. Um, but then they're saying that for adults that are already transitioned, maybe they've been transitioned for 30 years. Yeah. And they've been, you know, maybe they're an FTM and well, now they're not allowed to use a male washroom. Crazy. What the hell? Like. It's wrong. Yeah. And that then they could be charged for that. Mm-hmm. That's. It's brutal. Um, with the the bills having to do with the schools. So in the statements, it actually set, requires schools to teach that, I'm going to read this here, that sex is determined by biology and reproductive function at birth, that biological males impregnate biological females by fertilizing the female egg with male sperm, that the female then gestates the offspring that these reproductive roles are binary stable and unchangeable and that is what they are required to teach in school now wow like i get let's teach you need an egg you need a sperm yes because you do smack them together you need need those to create life but the fact that like you can't like it drives me nuts like thinking how close-minded it is becoming mm-hmm. um i was also reading that i am the last person to say that i can really give you all the details on this this is my last like pissed off fact thing for the day because <laughs> this is this pisses me off so i actually didn't know that disney world ha- has its own private government mm-hmm. i didn't really realize that um DeSantis is trying to screw with that um, because like a year ago when the don't say gay bill really started, Disney was like, oh no, we're not going to support that. And all of the government money that we give to support, we're going to stop because this is wrong. And then they're encouraging others to do the same thing. So to come back as kind of like a smack in the face of Disney, they're talking about taking away their private government. So like, as anyone will know, Disney is like rainbows we're all over it, right? But now they're actually, because of that, 
they're looking at taking away their private private government so that they can't um, do the thing, do what they do. That's insane. I know. It's scary what's happening in this world. Yeah. Terrifying. So we pray for you, Florida. We pray for you, states. My brothers and their families are all in the states. Um, actually, a friend's daughter right now is doing a. She's working at Disney World for the summer. Uh, some exchange. I don't know what it is, but it's, it sounds cool. And it's something that I would always want to do. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's, yeah, it's yeah. terrifying. It is. It's so terrifying. I just I really pray that, you know, especially in this time that people can start to band together and start to speak up right in the U.S. Because I have a lot of U.S. friends that yeah. are like, we want to move. And they're they're creating their exit plan. Yeah. Like, what happens then to the country I know. when everybody leaves it? Well, and you know, I part of why I wanted to talk a little bit more about things that are happening in Florida. Also, the ab- abortion law. Yeah. That um, you cannot have an abortion after six weeks. And that there are loopholes in this bill that actually is like if you have a miscarriage you could also be charged for that like it's, it's just crazy. stupid it's so That's ridiculous a whole other episode. it is a whole other episode but why i wanted to bring this stuff up was because like i've talked to several people lately um and brought up florida and they're like what are you talking about yeah people who don't know about it i think that people need to know what's going on and even though yeah we're up here in canada um we feel like there's not a lot that we can do um spreading this word mm-hmm. um it will only help yeah i think and and pray for them and oh my gosh if you if if you can splash DeSantis with holy water or something like oh my gosh president what the actual <laughs> well we, sh- we should wrap it up we should yeah, we wrap it up and getting a little yeah. yeah i could keep going in yeah. on and on about this thanks for listening to us talk about our fun animal facts that's right our teenagers that are trying new things. Yeah. Talking about all the cool things about Pride. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Look up your Pride Parade dates. Yeah, go to it if you've never gone. This is my yeah. first, so we'll report back after. We're going to deck deck this lady out in yeah. rainbows. <laughs> um, listening. Thanks for listening to us rage on about stupidity. Yeah. And yeah, I hope you have a great week. Oh, there was one more thing I was going to say. June 1st is Thursday, which is when Pride Month starts. And if you support Pride in any way, especially if you are connected to the church, change your profile picture. Yep. Yep. Make it a rainbow and a cross so that people know you are a safe place within the church and that you stand with the pride community that's a great great thanks for mentioning yeah Yeah. there we go okay have fun we'll see you next week bye